This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to this edition of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. I am your host, John Solberg. And this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought-after 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9-plus briskets. And as always, they are handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they're shipping out competition-quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use The Butcher Shop win, and they win often. So you're not a competitor, but you still have an eye for the finer cuts? Great news. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and again, always handpicked for you. You might be saying, John, all that sounds great, but what about something exotic? Well, rest easy knowing The Butcher Shop can get you your next elk steak or camel roast they're going to handpick it for you and ship it out promptly. Yes, that's right. They'll ship you camel. So let's review the best competition briskets. Check. The best pork selection. Check. Giving you better overall options to cook at home. Check. So give the butcher shop a call today. 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Mention the Barbecue Central Show and the butcher shop is going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also interact with them on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% non-crossbred Wivara 9 Plus Briskets. And here's what's going on in today's show. We're going to take a trip back to 2011. Talk a little Mojo Brick Magic. Thanks. Uh, but nevertheless, we'll head on over to the hotline. Pick up our last guest of the evening, but certainly one of the more interesting ones that I've had on the show recently. It's Fred Gross from Mojo Bricks. Fred, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having us on. Well, you got it, Fred. Uh, certainly my pleasure to have you on. I appreciate you making the time out and actually bumping back there for uh, Chris Lilly talking a little Memphis in May and some TV shows. Uh, Fred, have you been watching any of the Best in Smoke, by the way? Unfortunately, I haven't had the time. Yeah, good. Well, trust me, you're not missing anything. Uh, anyway, uh, Fred is uh, with a company called Mojo Bricks. So for the people that didn't take advantage of the newsletter that I sent out this afternoon, uh, efforting them to get over to the website to see what we're talking about, give us a little background, A, uh, about yourself personally, Fred, kind of you know where you're at business-wise, if you've always been a person that's been into this whole barbecue and grilling thing, and how this whole Mojo Brick thing, what it is and how it comes about. Back in up. Back in 07, uh, I heard about wood pellets for the first time. Uh, a lot of listeners will know about the pellet grills and that sort of thing. That was the first time I'd ever heard of a wood pellet and uh, started looking into that side of the business, uh, doing some market research. And somewhere around February of 2008, I came across a, a, a bigger wood pellet. It's, a, it's basically a, a pellet that's not extruded like uh, wood pellets are for grilling, but rather compressed and molded. Um, and typically these pellets, uh, we call them bricks, and on our side, uh, they're dense. It's dense wood. 
is what it's called. And they're typically six inches long and about three inches thick, and they look just like a brick you put in your sidewalk. So uh, got into uh, buying these things and then reselling them um, back in the, in the spring of 08. And you just kind of fell in love with the whole concept, huh? Yeah, uh, at the time, I was going through some changes in my life. I was in between jobs. Uh, didn't ha- I was staying at a friend's house, kind of sleeping on the couch. Didn't have a whole lot of money to my name, and I was looking for a uh, change. And uh, that's how I got to um, uh, to the dense wood and got into the pellet business. And uh, uh, the first thing we did was kind of unique. We went and collected raw materials, anything that we could figure out that might make a good barbecue smoking product. We ended up collecting coffee grounds at all the local area coffee uh, restaurants, you know, the Starbucks of the world. Uh, I collected about maybe, I don't know, three, four tons of the stuff, uh, placing it in garbage bags and putting it in my car, and then I'd drive it up to a guy who made pellets up in Michigan, and we'd we'd make these coffee pellets. Uh, And turned out that uh, the best use for them is making uh, uh, stuff you... Uh, oh, I'm going to forget the name. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. What do you cook on St. Patrick's Day? Uh, corned beef. Yeah, right. So you, cook, you, you smoke corned beef with coffee pellets. That's the best use for them. <laughs> that seems completely outlandish, I suppose. Yeah, and nobody wants to buy coffee pellets, so... <laughs> We moved from coffee pellets to uh, to wood uh, pretty quickly. It took us about eight months to figure out there's no market for coffee pellets. So we ended up with the wood brick and uh, started in the home heating market. We improved upon the packaging that was in the marketplace, uh, started making a four-pack, and we still have an eight-pack, and picked up some large accounts, uh, started marketing the, the four-pack to the Midwesterners. You have to understand that Wood bricks, this this form of of uh, home heating fuel, has been around in one shape or another since the late 1800s. It's been wow. here, it's been in use. It just hasn't become popular until a guy by the name of Tom Angle brought the wood, the dense wood brick, back from Europe in 2005, and he started manufacturing them in Connecticut, and that's really where America got its start. So it the the dense wood brick that I currently sell, which is a barbecue brick, uh, which is a wood smoke grilling brick, uh, that uh, hadn't been around since until 2005 in America. Now, my barbecue wood is a lot different than what you'd buy to, to put in your home to heat with. Yeah, I was just going to say, from what I understand, especially since uh, the wood pellet uh, home uh, stoves to heat your house have been around for quite a while now, uh, that you can use – well – just plain and simple, it's a difference between what you're heating your home with pellet-wise and what you're going to be putting in a cooker to eat with as far as if it's FDA compliant, if it's safe to cook with. Uh, however, you can use what you're going to cook with your uh, food in your in your heating stove if you wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the wood pellet On the wood pellet side, I don't recommend you taking home heating wood pellets and running them through your pellet grill. Um, the main difference in the pellet world is you have different sizes of pellets. You have uh, fines in pellets. Um, the quality of pellet, a lot of times, is 
if stores, uh, some of the big box stores might leave them out in the yard, uh, they might leave them outside, that's going to affect them in your pellet grill. You know, and, and people that have pellet grills, they understand that, you know, things break down. Um, the main difference between our pellet, the giant pellet, the motor brick pellet, and say a, a wood pellet is when you use our our brick, our motor brick, uh, there's no need for electricity. There's no need for any moving parts. You use it like you would firewood or, uh, you know, wood splits or uh, charcoal. So how big is this wood brick? And if I'm going to, because I'm under the impression that if I got a pallet of uh, the mojo bricks, I could use it in place of the wood that I'm getting from my local uh, orchard, from the apple orchard or whatever that I'm using in my offset cooker. I could instead substitute mojo bricks for the wood that I would be buying from an orchard or from other some firewood purveyor. Correct. So um, what, we, what we instruct people on is the first time you use our product, uh, we tell folks, you know, let's just say, let's say you're using a stick burner. Let's say you're using something that uh, consumes quite a bit of wood uh, or maybe, I don't know, 40, you know, how many, four bags of charcoal, four, so 40 pound bags or mm-hmm. 40 pounds of charcoal. And you use that to get your uh, stick burner up to speed, you know, up to temperature. Um, we instruct folks, do it the same way you normally would and then add maybe one or two bricks to maintain the temperature and see how your smoker reacts to, to the one or two bricks added. Now, going back to the question, which was, you know, how much was the question, how much wood versus, because here's what we say. If you buy, let's say you buy a four by four by eight. Mm-hmm. So that's a full cord of wood. Yep. A full cord of firewood is equivalent to one pallet of my product. So that four by four by eight pile of wood takes up a lot of space. It takes up a four by four by eight space. Whereas our wood is going to be 40 inches, 48, 48 inches long, 40 inches wide and three feet tall. So it's literally reducing the space that you store the wood in by more than half. It produces more energy than that firewood specifically because you have, 5% 5% moisture in the mojo brick wood versus uh, 20% in a firewood uh, that's been uh, well seasoned. And then because of its density, it's a very dense wood, there's no wasted energy. It just burns uh, for a very long period of time. So the benefit of using my product is a convenience factor, plus it's a... Uh, it's convenience, and it's you can dial in the temperature in your smoker with these things because it's symmetrical in size. It's the same thing each time, and when you put it in, you can you can do things systematically with your wood, uh, similar to say charcoal. So would you say, I mean, what's the type of, uh, and it's probably different depending on how much air you have coming over it, but if I was using a stick burner and I was trying to keep it around, you know, 250, 275 degrees, am I getting, typically when I'm adding in a stick uh, or when I'm using an offset, I'm usually throwing on a log, let's say every 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, depending on if the sun is hitting it right and depending on what kind of temperature it is outside. What kind of a, a burn time in between would I have to be coming back and adding again every hour just like I would now, or am I going to be able to press up? 
I gotta admit, I gotta go buy me some Mojo Bricks. It's the year. I haven't done it yet. It's my bad. I've always wanted to try them. I'm gonna try them this year. As a matter of fact, as soon as I'm done with this show, I'm gonna go order some Mojo Bricks. What you should do is head on over to the BBQCentralShow.com. Check out the rest of this episode. As Greg mentioned, Chris Willie's in this episode. A lot of great things in this episode from way back when. Go check this show out from May 17th, 2011. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. Hope that you take a few minutes and get yourself outside and cook something. <laughs>